Good day, everyone. It's Mark, and it's Wednesday, hump day. It's time for the ADHD Creative once again. And today we're still talking about growing up with ADHD, especially as a kid. And I don't know how long this topic is going to last. I mean, I grew up from the age of six until whatever. Whatever you consider the break-off for kids. Uh, So... There's a lot to say in that time frame. And there's been books written about kids and growing up. And Peter Shankman just wrote a book and other people have written books. And I think, like I said, I mean, books are great. Books are really educational. They're informative. The problem is, how often do you go back to that book? How often? Well, then again, how often do you come back to a podcast? But I figure the podcast is something that you can listen to when you're driving. And if you're a kid, you can listen to it. You know, your parents can play it for you or whatever it may be. So, excuse me while I get the dog a treat. She's looking at me and she's getting ready to bark. So my father needs something to keep her quiet for a moment. So anyways, I think, I don't know how long this will go. I, I might intersperse it with other things like maybe pick two days a week to do kids and one day to do something else. I don't know. We'll play it by ear as we go along, okay? But I am going to talk more about growing up. One of the things I found difficult growing up was I remember the year I was on, my parents put me on whatever the medication was back then, and I'm going to be honest, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. But whatever it was, that whole year was like a fog for me. I was in, I was in, I call it zombie land for a year. Um, I don't remember a lot of it. And it's not my parents' fault. The doctor told them that this would be the best thing, and they went along with it at that time. And they found out it wasn't. They didn't enjoy their son being a zombie. Um, And I remember later my mom telling me stories of the way I acted and how I was and why they they didn't enjoy it. Like, my, my character was gone. My... Uh, what's the word I'm saying? My uh, my ability to act off the cuff. What do they call that? Uh, I can't think of the word. I can see it, but I can't think of it. Anyways, the thing was, they lost my spontaneity. That's what it was. I didn't have that anymore. And I was a very spontaneous child. I reacted to things quickly and turned them around and did things and and jumped on things and was willing to get up and dance or sing or whatever it may be, draw, even though I couldn't draw, whatever it was, I couldn't sing either. The thing was, I was spontaneous. And then for a whole year, it all went away, maybe a little less than a year because it takes time for the medication to take effect. And I'm not against medication. Please don't get that wrong. Because there are people, there are children, there are situations where medication is warranted. I'm not against it. I think you just have to decide what you want and how it affects you. Because everyone is different. A lot of people I know that are on medication don't go through what I went through. Or they they work perfectly and they need it to do their daily things. So I understand that. But there are people that just don't mix with medication. I was one of them. I still have issues with medication, certain medications. I don't mix with it. So anyways, the thing was, for a year, I was a zombie. We'll go back to that. And my parents, my mom mainly told me what I was like. And I did things that were very 
automatic. And because I have some autism in me, though, that stood out more during that year. And she noticed things that I was doing more intense, more about organizing and color coding and size measuring and sitting there and putting things together by size or by color or, or by, you know, groupings. And before I was a little more free willy, so to speak, you know, uh, the thing is, is that you as a parent have to make that decision about your children, what's best for the situation. Sometimes it's hard. My parents made a decision and they regretted it later. And they always apologized to me, which drove me nuts because, like I said, I don't really remember that year. And I would tell them there's no need to apologize because you did what was right at the time. You thought that was the best thing because I was out of control. I'll be honest with you. And the doctors were trying to help them cope with my spontaneity, <laughs> my impulsiveness. That's the other word I was looking for. I was very impulsive. Um, so... How do you deal with a kid like that? And the one thing was back then is let's put them on drugs, you know, and, and everyone agreed. And the rest is history. When I got off drugs or that drug, whatever it was, and I came back to being spontaneous or impulsive, my parents were happy. And my mom was telling me how it even changed their lives again. It made their lives more hectic, but it made their lives more enjoyable. They loved having me back the way I was. But the thing is, the one thing I remember her saying, the constant, was how they worked with me. It was about how they handled the kid, no matter what, whether I was on drugs, whether I wasn't on drugs. It was the encouragement they gave me to fulfill my dreams, fulfill my desires. It might be this, you know, drawing, and even though I couldn't draw and I'd get frustrated because someone would make a comment, oh, your drawings stink. I was going to say something else, excuse me. Uh, but I still did it. And they encouraged me to continue doing it. Even during the time when I was a zombie and I was kind of out of I tried to do things that would amaze some people. And I wasn't always successful. Like building a model. You know, as a seven-year-old trying to build a, you know, I don't know if Kids probably don't even know about this, but back in the day, parents that are listening, you remember plastic models, you know, you could get them of cars and boats and planes. And, and I was into boats and my dad bought me a bunch of models to, to paint, put together. And I was not the best at the artistic end of, it, of painting them and making them detailed. And it would usually, the model itself would come together perfectly. It was the painting. It wouldn't come together that well. Later in life, I got really good at that. But back then, I was real shaky. The thing is, it was about encouragement. It was about my parents supporting no matter what. And I just want you to understand that, that that's the important part of handling a child with ADHD and autism is the encouragement. That makes the difference in their reactions, in their behavior, in everything. It really does. And over the years, as I grew up and was around different people with ADHD and children, and my grandkids now, one of my granddaughters has ADHD almost as bad as me, encouragement is the key. And I see how that helps. So you guys, have a great Wednesday. Sorry I'm talking about kids again, but I think it's important that we really 
keep going on this. And it would be a great book maybe one day. Anyways, take care. Have a great Wednesday. This is Mark. This is the ADHD Creative. I'll see you on Friday.